Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones and we do it over breakfast. Because that's what our forefathers did. (laughs) (laughs) It's what our sons will do after us when we're dead and in the grave. Uh, I'm talking, of course, you know, our family. Blood of our blood. The title of uh, today's episode. Uh, Season six, episode six, Blood of My Blood and Maple Walnut. Welcome to a Monday. Welcome to my lovely friends, Hans and Jeremy. Hans. Why don't you say a few words? Uh, Put me on the spot. I wasn't wasn't ready. Jeremy, how about we get a few words? I wasn't ready to talk on this podcast. (laughs) Like, that's not every day. Uh, Well, perfect. Uh, Now you've been royally and regularly introduced. I think there probably is some discrepancy as to who is who sometimes. I really don't think it matters. I do think... That what truly matters is the fact that we come together each and every day here against all odds to talk about Game of Thrones, to talk about scones. And in the former half of that today, we've got season six, episode six. Do you guys want a little reminder as to what goes on? I know it's been a long weekend for you. I do. Yeah, for sure. I have the plot here, the P-L-O-T, and I can give it to you however you would like it. Well, that's not true, but I can try. (laughs) I'm so excited for my suggestion today. Hit it. Oh, you. I would like, (laughs) because I just saw a random Geico commercial, I would like it in Spanish soap opera voice. Haven't we done this? I think we did this already. Because I could only do it in French. (laughs) Did we? I don't remember a Spanish soap opera voice. I think think we did it. We definitely did this. Oh, really? You don't remember it because it was not done well. Okay. But I think it was attempted. Okay, all right. Never mind then. Never mind. Uh, well, Hans, you fucker. You go then. Hey, now. You don't need <sighs> the hostility. I don't, I don't have one today. Mm. Okay. Okay. Maybe we just... Tony, do you have any ideas? Any any, 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 uh, any ones you actually like to do? Tyrion? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did we do Tyrion yet? Tyrion doesn't... Yeah, I think I tried, but he doesn't really have much of a voice. Here, okay, I'll I'll try. I've not had a great track record with Game of Thrones characters, so I tell you what, I'll give you one, and you see if you can tell me who it is. <laughs> okay, perfect. Even better. <clears throat> Hold on, I gotta. I'm gonna mute my mic so I can practice. <laughs> In a world, is he saying? Is he actually saying the person over and over? I don't know. That's what he's saying. He's like, with it. For you listeners, the suspense. God, this is, is God. It's it's not good. I couldn't come up with it at all, but I'm still gonna try. Go for it. Uh, <clears throat> all right. If we guess it, it's a victory. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a it's a big old V. All right. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna try not even to incorporate any of their lines from the show so that it doesn't give you Critical. an easy out. You just gotta go on vocal quality alone. <clears throat> an old foe comes back into the picture. Gilly meets Sam's family. Arya faces a difficult choice. Jamie faces off against the High Sparrow. It wasn't good. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> can I get like can I get like that last line repeated? Uh <clears throat> You have no idea. Jamie faces off against the High Sparrow. 
Now, see, that sounded completely different to me. That's what's horrible. <laughs> I not... think it was a little closer, to be fair. Oh, well, that's good. But it's because I started with a line from the show, like I said I wasn't going to do. But I kept it vague enough. I don't think you could get it from that. Yeah, I know. Um, I will say, let's see. Actually, I don't have any. I don't have any notes about this person in this episode, so I'm, I'm not sure if we see them or not. Is he living or dead? <laughs> he's living. Okay. He's living, and he's a he. Yo, well, I got a he. Yeah. The, oh, good. Okay, that's second, half the battle. The second time, I was like, it sounded like John. Oh, mm, no. But but, <laughs> no. but but then I'm like, it's not John because I I would know you'd be much more solemn the entire time. Uh, My loyalties are not in question. Jordan. Oh God, it's getting so far away. Uh, my, <laughs> you can never know how much I loved you. Jora, 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 Jora. It's not Jora. How much I loved Come you. Come on, give me the. I would have given it a good Khaleesi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have tried a little harder there. How much? I it's loved uh. You. Here, if I give you some quotes, can Go. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can get we the, get, get, get the quotes? There's only one woman I've ever loved. Your sister. <laughs> oh. oh, really, Robert? No. Oh, Baelish? Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't say really. Come on. No. I've, I thought, I thought creepy, Robert... whispery voice alone would have had it, yeah. even though the voice was off. But now that I hear it, now that I've said Baelish, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see now, it. Yeah, now it does make more sense. Yeah. I love you, Sansa. Oh, I have yeah. always. You're more beautiful than she's ever been. Love you. Yeah, the whisper. You just need that ah, creepy voice I'm with uh, the creepy facial expressions. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh. Well, my Peter Baelish ain't no good, but what about this episode? Is it ain't no good, or is it doing okay? What are you guys thinking? Uh, it's not. It's not ain't no good. <laughs> it's not ain't no good. Okay. On a on a on a scale of my terrible. Peter Baelish impression, up to say, oh, what's one I've even been moderately good at? Uh, <laughs> there's not Keith one. Up, Evan. Up, to, up to my flawless Australian accent. <laughs> Keith Evan. Where would you rank season six, episode six? I'd probably throw it. I'd probably throw it. Uh, throw it around your Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, I'd say that's top five. <laughs> You thought it was that good? I'm interested to see why. Cause I, I, no, not the episode, my Schwarzenegger. Oh, no, no, I mean the episode. I'm like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> now, are you talking about my Schwarzenegger or my hound, which I think was exactly the same? same. <laughs> or your the Irishman different. that becomes yeah. Scottish? <laughs> it's the same continent. Give me a break. Ugh. Yeah, I thought that this was um, a very waxing and waning episode. It has a couple pretty good moments, <sighs> a couple weird ones. Um, Jeremy, it sounds like you're not sold. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this was a, a lot of story, um, not a lot of action, which is okay. Um, it just, uh, we spend too much time in King's Landing uh, for my personal taste. So We are there a lot. Yeah. Um, and we I know they're, get... they're moving a lot of that story forward, which is which they haven't been focused as much on. Um, but it wasn't; it was my least favorite kind of sections in the show. Yeah, we basically get an entire invasion of the city. Yeah, uh, an, an army converging on the Great Sept of Baylor to right. try and uh, 
stop Marjorie's walk of atonement, which is then halted for completely different reasons. Uh, and it does not go ahead. But hey, look, Tommins played everyone uh, and himself. Very con- confused as to what's happening here. Because either he is going around people and trying to make these cunning moves, because before this, every time the High Sparrow would come with to him with anything, he would kind of like low-key tell his mom. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they knew about Marjorie's Walk of Atonement in the first place was mm-hmm. because Tommen's like, you know, he's saying this, you know, he's confiding in his mom because he knows this is dangerous territory. So the fact that he would go ahead and make these decisions leads me to think that there is something in Tommen that is now going against uh, his, his mom and his own self-interest or that he just really misses getting laid. Yeah. I just think like if you're marching an army towards King's Landing, mm. how doesn't Tom and go to them and be like, Hey guys, just so you know, I'm not trying to undercut the family, but I've already talked to you know, my boy, the Sparrow. And I've been like, Hey, we're cool. We're good. Cause I feel like it undermines Jamie so much that yeah. it's like it's so confusing like it doesn't make sense that that would be the role that he would take yeah i think that's one of the things i mean that's playing into the high sparrow's hand as we see later in the episode like that ultimately goes um to their benefit getting jamie removed from the king's guard completely right yeah so i think that that was certainly part of it the fact that they allowed it to go this far was was like a, and now basically Loris looks more guilty. Cersei looks more guilty. Like the fact that their trials can continue after this, mm-hmm. knowing what we know from the next couple episodes as well, the revelations that get um, dropped. Um, it's like everything is coming up Sparrow. Mm-hmm. And and actually, I think this is while it makes Jamie look ill prepared and weak. It's the best thing for Jamie, right? It gets him out of a situation that he doesn't necessarily want or need to be in anymore. The King's Guard uh, yeah. is kind of something that's irrelevant at this point for him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What did you think about Mace Tyrell's sweet plume? His <laughs> lovely little hat feather. I mean, what? So on. what? Uh, I You had mentioned this like seasons ago. What makes Tyrell uh, so just dislikable? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's just Ophi. He's kind of an idiot. Um, and, he uh, yeah, he doesn't do anything like overtly important. offensive or anything that just would make you hate him. But it's just like, yeah, I just, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that. Uh, he's like the, the dad at the sleepover, maybe even the stepdad at the sleepover. He stepdad. Just, he he just comes around and he tries to kind of relate and it makes you cringe, and yeah. you're like, hey, you know, I kind of respect that you're putting food on the table, but, like, I hate you so much. <laughs> but you ate my dad. <laughs> you're not my real Tyrell. Um, and I've just, you know, he's not any, I mean, I don't, we don't get a ton of Mace Tyrell in the books, to my knowledge. I don't think he's as cringy, but he's certainly not a likable character either. No, yeah. no. What did you, so what were some positives in this, Hans? Because I'm interested, so I mean... I'm interested to see what you think was good in this one. Yeah, I think there was a couple couple good parts. Um, I think overall the episode was uh, a little slower, a little weaker, but um, I do. There was parts I did really like. Uh, I, I just pretty much like any scene with uh, like any of the play kind of line storyline. I really like that. Hell yeah. Arya, one of my yeah. favorite of Arya's kind of story arcs. I think all that stuff is really good. Uh, I'm 
love that Arya, you start to see the transition where Arya has decided to stay as Arya. She goes and gets Needle. She kind of definitively makes that choice that she's not going to be a faceless person, I guess, in this one. I think one of my other favorite parts of this is we get we get Uncle Benjamin back, which is like Benjamin. one of those ridiculous uh, happened last time on Game of Thrones, where it's like all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden Uncle Benjamin starts like popping back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think it, what what's funny about him too is he hasn't been around since like what season one, season yes. two maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. It's been a long season time. One. So that was a deep cut. When he comes back. And then I thought the entire scene, um, which was kind of cringeworthy, but almost in a good way and like a story building way and character building is, uh, I actually liked um, the Tarly dinner scene uh, and all yeah. of that. Uh, the whole the whole scene at, um, what is their home place? Horn Hill. Horn Hill. Yeah, I thought that was good. and we Which is see. gorgeous, <laughs> by yeah. the way. Huge, too. Huge. I was not expecting that. <laughs> And then, uh, uh, and we get to see another Valerian steel weapon. Mm-hmm. Heartsbane. Heartsbane. Not to be confused with Heart Eater, one of Joffrey's poorly named swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is Heartsbane, baby. Yeah, I love I love the Hornhill stuff. Um, Sam's family very dysfunctional. His dad is just an asshole, uh, like just an absolute asshole. Um, what did you think about uh, about Sam's decision to run off? Did you buy it? You like it? I don't. I mean, I don't. I think it fits his character in the sense of that he's doing it in a way. I think that he feels like he's going to be most useful, even though he's been, you know, with on the the watch. Right? He's never been a soldier, so like this makes sense for him if he's ever going to contribute. Right? So. I think it's interesting to see him with the family um, and how, like, the father is is just ungodly, such a bastard in that in that in that scene, right? Of like, the boy can stay here, will essentially raise him to be a better man than you'll ever be, and I'll keep your whore with me to work in the kitchen. Yeah, and I love that he's like, you know what? Fuck you guys! Like, I'm gonna go do my shit. I I buy Sam leaving. I buy Sam taking Gilly and a little Sam. But I don't really buy him taking the sword, if only because we've already seen how just being around his father for a second can regress him so hard to being like this quiet, shy, like just super uh, weird and awkward kid. Um, And he would know that his father has no qualms about hurting him or killing him or anything. And that at this point, Valyrian steals swords. They even go to the length to make it known at dinner are a hugely rare thing that um that are not to be trifled with and if your family has one your family must be the shit and so i think that i think that there would be more backlash from that i don't remember much in the books about his brother dickon if that's even mentioned to the point do you remember that at all I don't think we ever. Well, so we obviously never go to Horn Hill. In right, the books. but do they talk about his family? Mm, I know they mention Randall just because he was involved in Robert's Rebellion. Right, but I, I, to my knowledge, and again, it's been several years now since I've cracked the books. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't remember much about Dickon. Yeah, I don't either. Because the only reason I was thinking when I was watching that scene is when he took that sword. It's like 
why would he take that away from his family? He has nothing against, it sounds like, his sister or his brother. And that's part yeah. of their heritage as well. So that I would agree that that seems weird to take that. I actually think that in the books, his brother is like almost played out to be this like alcoholic kind of guy um, who's like that. obsessed with fermented juice and stuff. Like he, he, he's got to get that dick on cider, you know? <laughs> he's got to get that dick on cider. And... <laughs> Uh, so that's the speaking of bad speaking of bad jokes i'm pretty sure I, I still i still don't know <laughs> i still don't know how uh must have been so hard i think the reason this one especially is so rare like heart's pain and how it's it surprisingly looks really nice for the fact that we know it was it was forged in the dark <laughs> <laughs> it would have been what a better scene it would have been though like everyone's awkwardly eating dinner and uh sam's like oh this is this venison's great did you kill it today and dick and cider's like oh no not (laughs) you stupid like no that's not how it works silly and oh sam would you like more bread and he's like oh yes yes please haven't you had enough bread? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think you're fat enough? <laughs> I don't know why I think Bane would also be like the best um, like food network judge. <laughs> don't you think like you just need to get some more mmms from him? Like, mm. <laughs> this risotto. <laughs> although, he, he, although he has to have everything blended and just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, how is he gonna get get past that mask? Right in that, uh, right in there. There. Can you take the mask off? I don't. I don't think so. I thought the whole point was that, like, I think mm. he could probably take it off for a short period of time. But I thought the whole point of the mask is that it was like keeping him alive or something. Yeah. So I don't remember that because I know that he has all those infused, you know, lines for when he gets pumped up or whatever. But I don't remember not in, the mask. Not in the. Dark Knight trilogy, though. He's oh, just no, 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 I know, but just like, generally, yeah. in general, yeah. When he's also not a weird British aristocrat robot, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of holes in, <laughs> in the uh, how we got there. Dark Knight Rising. They're, but, do you see that? They're re releasing the trilogy at five IMAXs, I guess. Oh, oh, oh okay. For I us, that was gonna go somewhere else for a minute for a select upset. for a select view. Nice. Yeah. I honestly, I I just feel like DC, DC has to almost do what Marvel did in the sense of like stop just hitting your biggest characters and like start investigating some of your other characters and just do do different cool stuff. Which I think they try, they are trying to kind of do, but then again, they're still trying to do this weird universe thing. So we'll yeah. see. I would, again, li- I would like to see know, a Flash it, movie. I really would. I think I would enjoy enjoy that. It's another one. We, they're just hard to do. That that those type of things. They we need did more like Atman, humanized for God's characters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think it's a character thing. I, I think again, it's just you got to approach it from the sense that like, okay, we're gonna tell this movie. We're gonna we're just gonna see how it goes. Blah 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 blah. From the Flash thing, like, would you do it with Ezra Miller? Or you want a new Flash? I want to. Well, I have nothing against Ezra Miller, but I just I want to get out. I don't want the universe that they tried to build yeah i would rather have something totally different but Especially i now that we know superman is british and my life is a lie yeah <laughs> and don't get me wrong i would absolutely love a live action flash movie who love uh, who would you like to cast as the flash oh see i want a little more like 
dark, you know, like pissed off at the world flash, right? Really? Yeah, I do. I, I just you, feel I like I feel like you always want a dark I do. stuff at I the do. world superhero I do. movie. Um okay, Wolverine, fake fucking fantastic. Yeah, right? Wolverine is Dark Knight series, fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh Wonder Woman. The only reason why it was even better was because it was shot in a very shot in a very dark war movie. Great, right? So where's the negative right now? But I think it's gotta come from it's gotta be true to the characters. Like the best Thor movie is the not dark Thor movie. And the um I'm again personal preference here, but I feel very strongly that the best Spider-Man movie is the most recent Spider-Man, which is like played into the quirkiness of the character yeah. and just kind of allowed it to exist. I think it's got to feel right, and I'm I know Hans is a huge, huge Flash huge. fan, um, big Flash, and but I, I'm I'm not well versed in the guy, but I think he's usually more of a, a lighthearted presence for well, sure. He, but- well, it just depends. Uh, because I think they do. I think they nail it with the TV show for the most part. Like I think the TV mm. show is great. Uh, the 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 TV show. The only thing the TV show suffers from is just the fact that it's a TV show and has way too many episodes. If they uh, trimmed yeah. it down and just focused on like you know small like more concise storytelling and not trying to just add a bunch of f- filler, it'd be it'd be excellent. I think the actor's fine, um, but I I do tend to like the more quirky kind of fun flash. Not to say that there aren't, because the Flash, again, unlike some of our other superheroes, Flash is, is a bunch of different Flashes, right? Barry Allen, mm-hmm. Wally West, there's a, there's a bunch of them. But uh, I would like to answer your question. My ideal, in a perfect world, uh, Michael Rosenbaum would hit the gym, <laughs> get buffed, get, get fit, ripped, and get into that live-action Flash movie. Michael Rosenbaum, of course the voice of the animated flash in ah. justice league. Thank you for helping that. Yeah. Um, Who so, would be old at this point? Yeah. <laughs> ah, he could still pull it off. So my I, favorite, uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, so I really feel like right now, if you look at the success of Marvel and DC movies in the theater, there are the dark series approaches. And then there is the strong comedy. I don't mm-hmm. feel like, I feel like the flash would be, it would be funny, but would I take it seriously as a movie? I mean, Spider-Man has always been, to me, I, I totally agree with you. The most recent Spider-Man stuff has been interesting. The The Aquaman is where I think, what did you think of that movie, Tony? You saw it, right? Did I you did enjoy it? it? Yeah. Uh, I, I liked watching it. I would not I would not classify it as like a great superhero movie, but it was it was enjoyable. It was fine. Right. And do you think it was better because of the tone of the war and everything, how it was kind of that versus being more of a comic-y, you know, kind of, I mean, I I've never read much Aquaman, so I really wouldn't know how to yeah, put I, him. I would, I think my, from a tone perspective, my least favorite part of that whole movie was that they seemed to go back and forth with no real direction. So exactly. I, I really think had they chosen either side, I would have been it a been little enjoyable. bit more happy with it. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I think like it'll be interesting because I uh, let's just briefly talk about the um, the not the Avengers oh shit what's it called the Justice Justice League, Justice League. Um, did oh, comedy let's... did comedy make that better I just think, yeah I mean I don't know I don't think there was any saving it after the mustache incident <laughs> I really don't think that that was the the fall from grace of that movie that was it it's it's fun to pick on. But like, what? 
My problem with Justice League, like I think one of my favorite moments in the whole film, and it definitely had like it wasn't a joke, but it had this like lighthearted thing to it, is when they're fighting Superman when they mm -hmm. bring him back. Yeah. And the flash goes to go around him and he just looks at him. Uh and the flash is like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like my favorite part of the movie. And uh yeah, it, you kind of had to have the lighthearted appeal yeah, I to do that. I didn't mind that that those little moments in that movie. I don't remember specific moments. It's been a while since I've seen it. I think the main issues with that movie is first of all, Steppenwolf was is just not a great enemy. And then second of all, I think they were they, again they were doing this movie on the sole purpose of make or on the sole premise of making tons of movies. So they chose an enemy that's kind of like not that good because they planned i'm assuming they planned on bringing they did the same thing with thanos with dark side where they just like kind of tried to like throw dark side out there that he's the real villain yeah. but like you can't i don't know it's just not you have to like focus on the movie you're making now in my opinion exactly and, and first the, yeah. the other problem with steppenwolf is like what a shitty cg like you, it was a character that didn't Ugh. need to be cgi'd that they cgi'd and the only uh, uh as far as a trying to throw nods to characters and stuff like this. Again, it's not going to make or break the movie. I think it can break it. But like Marvel's done it the way of when they bring in these characters that no one knows about or cares about, Ant-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy and Iron Man. Not that they're unknown characters, but you know, you wouldn't necessarily plug them out to be your A-tier superstars back in the sure. day. Um, what they're doing is Easter eggs. They're not doing things that you have to go look up in order for it to make sense. Right. Um, and, and that's the nods. And then they build off that and they make them bigger and then they draw you into the universe. Whereas like the dark side connections in Justice League, I, I don't, again, I don't know much about it. I had to like frantically go and go, oh, okay, now that whole scene kind of makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> like it yeah. was, it, it rested on, on it so hard and I just didn't. Mm. I think they were kind of all over the place with like what, what they had maybe originally planned to do and then what they were actually going to do and then what, what they're now going to do because, like, they, they seeded some of these things in Batman vs. Superman, especially in that one, like, scene, right, where they did, like, the, f the weird flash-forward thing mm -hmm. with yeah. the dream sequence where Batman or where Batman's chain, chained up, I think, or something. Superman, I can't remember. Yes. But nonetheless... Yeah. Uh, that whole thing where then you go outside, it's a big dark side symbol, and then you get some weird, like, flash yelling at you through some time warp thing or something, <laughs> through, through the, and it's just like, then Justice League, like, didn't really have any of that. <laughs> I don't know. It was, yeah. they, I don't think they ended up going the way, I think it's clear that they didn't go the way they wanted to. So, we get to meet Benjamin Stark again yeah. in this episode of, <laughs> yeah. of Game of Thrones, um, who... I think is pretty obviously mirroring a character that we see in the books called Cold Hands. Yeah. The interesting point being is that it's been a theory that the Cold Hands is Benjamin Stark for years, and I did not look it up to verify, but I think we have it on record from George R.R. R. Martin that says he's not. So let, let me look at that real quick. I'm going to see if I can find it. But I always thought that he was. I thought it was a pretty obvious thing, and then when I found an interview, it's like, oh, no, it's not. Um... It, it threw me. Uh, yeah, see. George R. R. Martin has confirmed that Cold Hands is not Benjamin Stark. Mm. Straight up. Uh, but it's it's basically the same character. It's this mysterious undead guy. He's around for longer in the books. Um, but as far as I'm aware, it's it's relatively the same type of thing. I think he helps them get up. 
to the three-eyed raven not not back Mm, okay because we haven't left there obviously yet but still very very similar yeah i think it's Um, just kind of convenient that benjamin was it it's one of those things where it's like the odds of it being like the one character we know that had this happen to him pretty slim right but i thought it was cool in the show yes it was fun i forget he's alive at this point we'll see him again you do wonder like how this guy can be killed (laughs) i assume it's just the dragon glass way as well so technically these whites can't do anything to him (laughs) maybe (laughs) exactly i don't know I i don't know man but uh that those were i had one more note from the episode and uh all it was was Danny makes another cool speech. Yeah, so uh, I have things to say about Danny's <laughs> speech. Uh, okay, so not, what was it? Just like maybe an episode or two ago, she burns down this, like she burns uh, she burns down yeah, all, see, the, on, all yeah. the call, all the cows or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, here's my note about it. Season six, episode four. So two back, Danny wins over the Dothraki with flaming boobs. Yeah, flaming Fam- boobs. Flaming boobs absolute spectacle right where she just like mm. burns this whole thing down she she walks through the flames all badass um naked of course and then spectacalisi uh, i believe you meant spectacalisi and then uh so now she does that uh this is not much longer right she walks through now she shows up to these dothraki dudes on a freaking dragon <laughs> lands it and then just makes this you know crazy speech uh my my only concern here is uh is she is she she's not leaving much here for this audience right i mean like she's she's burning all her she's burning all her moves right off the bat where's she gonna go from here does the magician start with the cutting the chicken half trick i don't think so you start with like a little (laughs) card trick or something work your way up to it (laughs) what she these these people are gonna get bored i don't know i think she's got she's got to take some lessons in showmanship also uh, she's on top of a dragon, unnecessary. Could have just brought the dragon around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on top of a dragon, competing with the growls of said dragon. I have the volume cranked up to fifty, and I can barely hear her. I guarantee you, three rows back, nobody can hear a word. <laughs> and you've got like ten thousand people in this massive, like, I don't know, ten person wide line going what? back a mile. Can you imagine that <laughs> telephone game? What did you hear? <laughs> She like the chicken. <laughs> yeah. So did she just like, was she, did she go animatronic and she just kept like looping the speech and every time somebody would recognize something, they'd move forward about 45 <laughs> feet so the next group of people could hear it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, a little, little rough there. Maybe she's got more of a PA system than I understand. I, I don't know how Danny's magic works. Maybe that's the real magic trick. <laughs> That's why everyone's so impressed. They're like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, that 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 would that just the uh, vocalization would be impressive. It would have been funny though. I, I agree. After that huge, long, ridiculous speech, then he just pans down to the audience and you just hear one guy go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cool. I guess again, yeah. Had it not come so close to one of her other, because Danny has two kinds of cool moments: the like badass burn everybody i am a dominator dominatrix conqueror and then like oh no i am i inspire the hearts and minds of people uh speeches and they're both good and 
they repeat a lot, but they usually have their own unique flair. But yeah, this this coming so quick just kind of felt a little Yeah, this was dumb. the this was really the first one that felt like a little bit unnecessary. It was a stretch. for me. It was. That's all I had. I don't no no good, bad and jugglies. No, yeah, none. None. And just I will say the speech was cool. I think isolated somewhere else it would have been much better. But yeah. And these people, I mean, they haven't heard her nine other speeches. That's true. That's a good so, point. They, didn't sure hear, they probably didn't hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But you know what, people? We'll never do you dirty like that. You can find us right here every weekday, talking Game of Thrones, talking some scones. Speaking of Jeremy, I believe that you brought to the round table today uh, the, the scone. Yeah. Uh, maple walnut. From this place in Galpus, Ohio, Tender Fluff Donuts. Weird name. Tender Fluff <laughs> Donuts yep. is a sex shop. It's <laughs> a sex shop, right? It's tender and fluffy. Uh, <laughs> every time, every time Jeremy goes, he walks out with a donut. He's like, "These things are so." He like Jeremy's eating a donut in the shop, and the guy just goes, "You're not supposed to eat those." <laughs> 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 those are rectal lube what <laughs> <laughs> on his way out this on his way out the store they like hand him like a, a business card and then like just a, a card that says just like 911 on it and they're like uh they usually say four hours but with your dosage <laughs> if that thing lasts for like 12 minutes you might want to get a check <laughs> Uh, each each donut sprinkle was a full <laughs> fifty milligram Viagra. What's with all these blue pills all over the scone? <laughs> Do I crush them? Oh no, you take them as mm. yeah. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, I'm not a big maple glaze fan because I feel like maple is such a strong flavor. It really yeah. just becomes like a maple glaze that I'm eating. Right, it mm. just overwhelmed this. Well, but- riveting conversation, Jeremy. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, the timing of our episode, because of Super all that, good. of all our very intricate DC Universe work, uh, is is just is just kind of closing out. I'd say we'll probably clock it here, the unofficial count, at twenty percent Thrones, about forty percent DCU, <laughs> and then uh, the other the other forty percent sticking strong with the scones there, yeah, I believe. And you can find uh, probably just as nonsensical an equation uh, tomorrow when we'll be back for season six. Episode 7, The Broken Man. In the meantime, hit up thronesandscones.com and ask yourself this question. And ideally answer it as well. You down with G-O-T? Yeah, you know know me. me. Our email, is it thronesandscones at gmail? It is thronesandscones. Not in scones, right? Not in scones. Okay, yeah. I got actually asked that today and I was like, truthfully, send an email to both. (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah, I could have just made the Thrones and Scones like I did with everything else yeah. and just have it forward to it, but I, I didn't. They just got to, really, the problem would have been solved if they just would have let us ampersand in some of yes. these things. Yeah. All of it would have been problem, but uh, would have been solved. Although I like the fact that we have both websites. I think that's good. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I, honestly, then... it would be more awkward to specify Thrones and percent Scones. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. No one would forget it. No. You would never get it confused with the other one. It's like, oh what what was it? Uh was it was it was it Thrones 
Colin Scott. It doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> They'd still mess it up. I wish we could have used emojis in our web address. Like, what, what emojis would you guys want in there? Like, Thrones, uh, dancing ginger scones. Some ginger. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be good. A little grass symbol next to it. I don't, I don't emoj much. Can you guys go into your phones right now um, and go into your messages? And when you open up your emojis, you should be able to see like your recently used ones. And I'm only curious about the ones that aren't faces. Uh, so then go into my messages. So do I just <laughs> like an old man trying to figure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Click in where the space, where the cursor is. <laughs> like you're going to type out a, a message to your granddaughter. <laughs> To wish her a happy birthday three and a half years late. Where do, where do I put the stamp? <laughs> if you have the stamp emoji, I'm going to be very happy. Uh, okay, so I don't think I have anything that tells me my most recent. Oh, no, I do. All right. looks like a little clock. Uh, okay. Do you want to know what my most two recent emojis are? Yeah, of course. It's, it is the, uh, the pointer finger. It's the pointer <laughs> finger and then the okay symbol. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> and then my third most used after that is the fist. <laughs> <laughs> is the fist and the okay symbol? Do you recall uh, who these were sent to? No. <laughs> uh, oh, I hope it's apparent. Um, I have the, the high th- five and the thumbs up. Those are mine. High five and thumbs up. Yep. That um, made me feel younger. High five. High five, man. High five. The only ones that I have that aren't faces. I do use the faces. Uh, the faces. I've ca- I catch myself using them a lot. Um, so the only one here out of one, two, three, four, five, six, fifteen that is not faces is a piece of pumpkin pie and a stack of pancakes. Nice. Yeah, I I have a lot of faces. I don't use many of the other stuff. (laughs) And the only face on here, (laughs) again, is taken in context that I have the OK symbol, the pointer finger, the fist, and then the only face is like (laughs) the terrified face. Yeah, the one that's like screaming like this. Yeah, just like the very concerned face. Uh, Okay, but anyway, I think we should go back to these. We should talk about these colon scones <laughs> that Tony just brought up. <laughs> oh. I mean, we're running out of flavors. <laughs> I mean, just be honest. I'm intrigued. I think we also might be running like a record right now for not having blueberry scones. Um, that's I'm I'm running through my notes. I think the last blueberry scone was seen on. Season five, episode two. We've gone beyond a whole season. I don't have any blueberry one. scones for the next three of mine. Impressive. You do? I don't. You don't? No. Uh, I also don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I, I feel go, like I our go, last scone has to be blueberry. <laughs> As a signing oh, yeah. off. Or colon. Or colon. Or colon. <laughs> you know when, uh, so <laughs> let me tell you guys a little bit about our favorite Game of Thrones character, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, uh, a couple years back now, when he came out with his most recent album, Divide, cult classic, you should pick it up in stores now, um, <clears throat> he released 
two promotional uh, images with two songs before the album was officially announced. And uh, I know that you guys know this, Big Ed Sheeran fans, but Ed has been on a train naming his songs after, or naming his albums rather, after uh, uh, mathematical symbols. So first we had plus, and then we had multiply. And then we're like, whew, is he going to round out the four? What's next? Subtract or divide? What's it, what's it going to be, Ed? And the first promotional image that came out was just a dash. And it said, uh, um, what, uh, Castle on the Hill. And the second promotional image that came out was uh, the other half of the division symbol. And it said, uh, shape of you. So everyone jumped on the bandwagon. And they're like, okay, he's going to combine. It's going to be divide. That's the album. But I, I was like, no, you know what? I know my, I know my boy, Ed. We're about to get a double album, subtract and colon <laughs> from Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and alas, uh, one of the very few instances in my life, I was not, I was not correct. No, it's a bummer. And anyway, what? just last, last note, uh, any producers out there trying to make a, a, a Flash movie, I know, actually, there is the Flash movie already supposedly being made with Ezra Miller, but that gets canceled. Other producers <laughs> trying to make a Flash movie, give a call out to Michael Rosenbaum. I'm telling you, he's got the goods. Uh, the, so he's from the original Justice League cartoon, or not the OG one, but the, the popular one? Yes, from the animated Justice League, yeah. Yeah. My favorite scene of The Flash in the animated Justice League is, I don't even remember the context, but somehow Lex Luthor gets into like the Flash's body or something. Okay. So like it's his consciousness gets into it. And I don't remember what happens. All I remember him is going like, uh, it's like, well, at least I can figure out the Flash's secret identity. And he takes the mask off and he goes, I have no idea who the person <laughs> is. It's <laughs> uh, great. Great show, by the way. Still Excellent holds up. show. Excellent. It holds still up. holds up. I watched it like, this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, are, you, are you a Young Justice fan? I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched that. First two seasons of Young Justice I really liked. I guess they're doing a third one. What, uh, any other? I was on a, tra- a train there for a moment of watching, like, superhero cartoons on Netflix because there were, like, a thousand of them. Yeah. You guys have other, other favorites or any other ones that you've watched? The only one I really even watch or keep up with, I guess, is, is Justice League. If I'm pulling from, as an, as an adult. If I'm yeah, pulling yeah. from a kid, well, that animated X-Men is fantastic. Yeah. That doesn't hold up as well. That I'm sure it doesn't. Well, uh, no. From an animation perspective. Um, I'm sure it didn't. But I mean, the animated Batman that stemmed the animated Justice League is also very good. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Both the Ultimate and the... I don't even remember the other one. Sorry. The two really popular Spider-Man ones. Yeah, are both good. Uh, I loved... Yeah, I watched the one. I'm trying to think. I can't remember the one that I was a kid. Is like the one where the Spider-Man actually had to put like the cartridges in and right. all that stuff. That was the one, not the not the NPH one, which came later, where Neil Patrick Harris is the voice of Spider-Man. What? Yeah, that's the one after that one, and I did not watch that one. I don't know that one. That's like I the, didn't know that Neil Patrick Harris was Spider-Man. Yeah, he w- This was like very the the um, animation is totally different. I. Th- I think I think it's even like 
computer or like CG animators. I can't remember. There's something about it that was very different than the other ones. It just had a totally different art style. Hmm. Um, I didn't watch it though. Yeah, I never knew. I think Drake Bell is the current animated Spider-Man voice. Mm, I'm not sure. But uh, there was a Doctor Strange animated movie that I saw on Netflix. Yeah, not did too you watch long it? Ago. Was it good? A couple. Mo- yeah, I watched it. Well, first of all, I was like, "Huh, this is like, is this old? I'm sure they're not making a new." But it is pretty new. It's like a couple years old, something like that. Maybe maybe three or four tops. And so I'm like, "Oh wow, all right, I'll watch it." It's like the fucking plot of the movie like uh or it's an hour maybe origin story the first half of the movie is relatively the same it's a cartoon so it gets a little bit more magic-y and out there but for the most part it's the same movie and i don't really know yeah. why they made it I, I, i've heard I like some Doctor of strange quite a bit i thought the movie was really good so the animated one no 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 the uh, uh the live action yeah i thought it was i, I enjoyed it, it I'm, I'm excited for another one actually so yeah. Hell yeah. The well, he's, the, oh, well, he's I, dead. So some of these, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some True of story, these animated, yeah. some of these animated movies apparently are super are supposed to be super are like phenomenal. So I know the Killing Joke is supposed to be yeah. good. That's and I know really the good. Red Hood one is supposed yeah. to be good. Under the Red Hood, I think it's called. Um, it's supposed to be fantastic. Haven't seen either one. Fantastic. And uh, I'm yeah into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I, w- I do want to see that. I haven't. I it's really good. Great as well. Great, It's a great spot. I want a Scottish Spider-Man next. <laughs> oh, I'm me. Slinging me webs all over the place. Oh, great power. Great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> do you... Mary Jane, I'd hang upside down to kiss ya, but my spider kilt would <laughs> reveal the goods. <laughs> my, my, my spinner, you know, my web. <laughs> I don't know much about spider anatomy also. Do they have a separate spinning hole, or is it just their butthole <laughs> that the web comes out of? I don't know. Do what spiders are you? poop? Uh, you should return your medical degrees. <laughs> or do they just throw up? <laughs> I don't know. These are the questions I was hoping you would answer me. We're going to have to see if we can get that kid, Robert Irwin, who loves to talk with Jimmy Fallon on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, or his sister. Rob- or, yeah, they're both, Bindi, they're both apparently on the show. Got uh, their own show. Really, any Irwin I'd take. Mm-hmm. Terry? I think that's the, that's the mom's <laughs> name. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ideally, Steve. Yeah, we could even try to we could try to seance in Steve Irwin. Would you guys feel comfortable Ouija boarding in via Skype? Ouija. 